Greetings, students, and welcome to another fun-filled day here at Horror in the Halls. <laughs> What's up, kids, and welcome to Horror in the Halls. I'm Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Holland. And I'm Jenny, a.k.a. Mrs. Hill. We're just two high school teachers educating the masses on the spooky stuff we love. And as all teachers know, May sucks with all the state testing, the finals, and the kids are just done. So in honor of all that, the lesson plan for May is Hell Month. And in this week's lesson, we discuss what was supposed to be the final Friday, 1993's Jason Goes to Hell. Hello. Yay. Jason Goes to Hell. But does I, he, though? No, no, no. He does, I, was, I guess. I don't know. I guess he does. I was really, like, expecting it to be something different. <laughs> so. What, like, good? And Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> We love this one. It's like Aaron's favorite. It's ridiculous. And, and I was, she was talking to me about it. She was like, it's so much better the second time. I'm like, so much dumber. I don't know. I can't remember what I said, but I was like, this is terrible. I mean, it's like so bad. It's fun to watch. Yeah. It's like certified B movie. There's yes. boobs from the start. Like it starts with titties essentially yep. my titty tally is a three three whole sets of boobs that's yes, jump three whole sets. yes so you got boobs blood and bad acting all in like the first 10 minutes so you're right. like we're good we're good <laughs> oh so let's get to the deets uh released august 13th 1993 runtime of 88 minutes 90 minutes on the unrated cut which is the only one you should watch uh, directed by Adam Marcus. This is like his first real feature. He only got the job because he was friends with Sean S. S. Cunningham's son. So he like, you know, he did some some comedy play stuff. He wrote something for them. Uh, it was written by Jay Hughley and Dean Laurie, who Dean Laurie is actually in the movie. He's the uh, coroner's assistant who gets murdered early on. And then the stories by them guys are with Adam Marcus. Of course, it's based on Friday 13th series. Cinematography by Bill Dill. Nothing really fancy there. It's just is what it is. The effects, is though. Bill Dill. Bill Dill. Yeah, I know. That right. is the greatest thing yeah, I know, right? He's like, yeah, I'm Bill Dill. What's up? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill Dill. That is a great name. But anyways, go ahead. The best part about it, though, was the effects mm. team that worked on it. It was it was K&B, which is like Greg Nicotero and um, Howard Berger. They kind of started it. It's one. Of, it's like their effects company. It was the only horror franchise they had not worked on at the time. So that's why the effects look so awesome. Had a budget of $3 million, but apparently box mm. office was 15.9. I know. I'm like, what do you use $3 million on? what yeah probably that melting body i don't know blowing up oh Jason. yeah stupid the little creature probably terrible <laughs> crotch goblin so creature oh no it's terrible <laughs> i was like no what is happening uh <laughs> it's got a 16 percent on rotten tomatoes and 24 by the audience which is bad that, i mean it's legitimate scoring oh, there the letterbox score is 1.8 because it's terrible it's terribly awesome you shut up it's so bad i'll fight you you'll lose <laughs> stop telling me to shut up <laughs> it's great anyway you told me to shut up all day i never said shut up i said shut your mouth it's deliciously awesome same thing no never I'll take out your kneecaps. That's fine. That's cool. I'll land on you. It's fine. <laughs> I got a plan for that. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, 
This movie, of course, has Kane Hodder as Jason. He also has a speaking role as an FBI guard. It's horrid. Oh, I thought that was him. Yeah, with the sweet mullet. That was Kane Hodder. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I was like, oh, that's not him, is it? It was. Okay. Good. Oh, yeah, with his, like, all right, sir, ridiculousness. Uh, <laughs> before I get... Actually, let me go through the cast real fast, and I want to talk about the start, because there was an MVP in the movie. Uh, John D. LeMay is Steve Freeman. Fun fact, he was actually in two seasons of the Friday the 13th TV show that's not remotely connected to this franchise. It's just funny. Uh, Carrie Keegan is Jessica Kimball, a.k.a. Jessica Voorhees. Uh, Stephen Williams is Crichton Craig. <laughs> he only did this role because he, he said, if I can dress as a cowboy, I'll do it. But then he also oh beat Tony Todd for that role, which is crazy. Tony Todd auditioned for it, but didn't get it. Uh, we got Allison Smith as Vicki Sanders. Aaron Gray as Diana Kimball. Rusty Schwimmer as Joey B. And Leslie Jordan as Shelby B. are the best things in this whole movie. The diner owners, they're hilarious. Oh, yes, that's right. They're good. And you got Billy Greenbush as Sheriff Landis. He's pretty funny. Of course, there's a bunch of other random cast people who play, you know, different Jasons. And you got Kip Marcus as Randy. He kind of plays a big role. And where's the other guy? The terrible dude sucks. Are you talking about the Uh, reporter, Mr. Campbell? Yeah, he was a jerk. Oh, yeah, Robert Campbell. There we go. Stephen Colt. I was looking at Campbell, not Robert. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, those are kind of the main cast members. Everyone else is kind of just in there. The director makes a cameo as one of the police officers. He's the one that gets clotheslined by uh, Crichton Duke, which is funny. But, yeah, there's the main main cast of this film. My favorite part, though, was at the very beginning, how that FBI agent lady who's running around, after we see her get completely naked, she's like, oh, she puts that towel on. And that towel is like the best towel <laughs> No, that's about that same thing. I was like, I would have dropped that towel a long time ago. I, you gotta drop that towel like 17,000 times. It's like the world's most secure bath towel. Yeah, she but, does a flip yeah. in it and everything, and it's fine. Yeah, and she like falls off the freaking balcony and her in the crashes through a table and she's like i'm good and gets up and runs i would have been like i would have like not been i would have died bro she was physically fit dog she was about that life she's running and flipping and doing cartwheels and jazz it's ridiculous but i was like i gotta know the the towel is the mvp it's the best towel ever then you get to the most ridiculous scene in the whole movie full of ridiculous scenes is forty thousand fbi agents repelling from trees shooting jason and he's making like the dumbest sounds sounds so stupid yeah. like he's never made real sounds like that ever now he sounds like he's trying to take a dump and he's getting just bombarded dude's like up. yeah and, and then and then his heart is just hanging out on the ground still beating i was like yeah. what the hell is happening because he's jason bro i don't care it's so stupid the heart the <laughs> i was like gonna be there yeah I guess so. The heart was actually uh, made from gelatin and filled with grape jelly. Like when oh, he eats nice. it. Oh, nice. It was also the prop that beats was reused in uh, from dusk till dawn. It was Monkey Man's heart, which is interesting. Hmm. Hollywood's all about reusing the props. I mean, we also see in this movie ridiculousness. Yeah, I know. I was like, shut up. Johnny wasn't looking at the TV when I saw it, but we won't talk about that yet. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah let's get to it. Yeah. Um, yeah I... <laughs> oh, man. So there's so many people that die in this movie. Let's we'll see. One, two. Yes. You're doing the roll call of, of death. Yeah, there's like 25 people that die in this movie, counting jason dying twice because he gets blown yeah. up at the beginning the assistant coroner has a really cool death scene because he smashes his head into that grate and then jams that probe to the back of his skull uh you see the two fbi agents get killed off screen after they make fun of jason kane hodder calls himself a pussy which i think is kind of funny because you're jason uh let's see he probably enjoyed that i'm sure he did <laughs> We got Alexis and Deborah and Luke, the campers, and their scenes hilarious. Like Debbie's death was like 
the best. It's like, I was like, are you kidding me? I was waiting. I was it's waiting for her to. Scene in this whole movie. That whole thing's ridiculous. There's three scenes in that thing that are ridiculous. Number one, man, Luke calls his junk Tony the Wonder Llama. I miss that. How did I miss that? <laughs> are you ready? Are you sure you're ready for Tony the Wonder Llama? And she's like, yeah. Uh, what? And then she what? goes out. Why is he going to be a llama for? I have no idea. That's what's weird. And he's I'm like, so stupid. Harry's dude ever. <laughs> And, missed that yeah and I, I went what and Aaron was I had to rewind it I was like he did not just say that why is that in the script that's ridiculous apparently the studio wanted more doing it in boobs in the movie so that's why that scene got added that's why it's not in the theatrical cut it's only in the uh, okay. extended version but yeah I love her death scene though it's my favorite that is a fence post that he rips you in half with it's brutal Oh, it was? I thought it was something else. No, it's that's... like one of those you, ones you use to hang barbed wire. Okay. Maybe that's why I didn't notice. Yeah, and then I was telling Aaron, imagine that scene. Like, that dude, the Wonder Llama's in that, and he just cuts her in half on top of you. Terrible. Yeah, wretched. After, you know, he slashes up her friend. Like, she gets cut with a scalpel, and then you, cut the other girl, apparently, you know, you can't have unprotected sex at Crystal Lake. That's how you get murdered for sure <laughs> first rule it's guaranteed death you know better Come yes on, if jason's around you keep it in your pants you keep the wonder llama away the wonder llama i'm telling you oh they're, my gosh they're so dumb the campers are so dumb they're like we're gonna skinny dip and do drugs i'm like come on i know i made a note of that like them saying like because when steven has the is it steven or steve i thought it was steven yeah i think it's steven Okay, Steven like picks him up to drop them off and he was like, What are you going to Camp Crystal Lake to do? And then they're he was like what is it have uh premarital do you say yeah, premarital, yeah, marital premarital sex, sex, do drugs and something else? And I was like get butchered. Oh and get like, butchered no. and, and not getting butchered. <laughs> so stupid. Then old girl's like, Hey, you wanna come skinny chip with us? I'm like he's like, Nah, I can't. It's weird to me. I'm like, how old are you supposed to be? Like, why are you still wearing your Leatherman Letterman jacket from high school? Are you supposed to be lame. like 20? Are you supposed to be like 30? You know, this, I'm kind of confused what's going on in the whole situation. It was a little ridiculous. It was really ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah. I just saw my notes. Uh, dude, how, how far did she make it with that towel on? I don't know. I'm sorry. I went yeah. backwards. <laughs> Just noticed it. She made it far as F with that talent. Oh no, gosh. She must Sorry. have been like the best FBI agent ever because A, oh, they no. trust you by yourself and you ran straight up through the wilderness with nothing but a towel on. And then she ends the whole thing with a front flip tuck and roll. And then they're just unloading on this guy who's like, you I, know. I would have never made it that far. No, I mean, I would have made run. it butthole naked. I lost that towel immediately. Why my did legs you say well naked? Oh, that's yeah. how it would have been. I'd have been running like, ah, oh my God. <laughs> just flapping. It'd have been redonk. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. That was good. Okay. Well, the other death I thought was really, I thought it was kind of comical was, what was the, the, um, the restaurant owner's name again? Oh, the, um, the, the lady. Joey B. When they so, punched her like in the face and like sunk her mouth, her mouth in, yeah. caved her whole mouth in. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so funny. And she's like, rrr, rrr. I was laughing. I was like, I probably shouldn't laugh this hard at something, but her mouth looks so ridiculous. No, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Some of these kills are crazy. So you got Deborah who's impaled through the back and ripped in half. Luke gets killed off screen. Edna, man, poor Edna. Deputy Josh is like, low-key like sneaky link girlfriend he kicks that door into her brain and just smashes her whole head snatches him up poor corner phil he dies after being possessed then you got oh my gosh deputy josh shows up kills diana kimball like this main character you're looking for miss Voorhees over there 
by throwing that knife sharpener into her back, which was kind of brutal, but made her character kind of, meh, you're dead, then you forget about her. And then he kills, like, all these other cops. He shows up, Officer Ryan, dead, his head bashed against the locker. Mark and Brian both, head bashed. In with each other, which is great. And this is all after Josh is melted, which is, like, the second best to me seen in the movie. He looks awesome. I don't understand why he melted. Like, I put in there, like... Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't get that. Like, and there's a couple of things about that. Like, why did he shave him first? That was weird. Because the black dude wasn't shaved. But he's like, let me shave your mustache off all erotically. And then I'm going to transfer this little demon slug thing into you and become you. Strange. That was weird. Everybody in this movie's dumb. Like, Diane tries to go out. You know, the dude just told you Jason was back and you're all creepy. I'm going to go out here and pitch ass black to feed this dog and get some ice. What? And then it's like, Tony, why are you in my house? Oh, no. You die. Stupid. Steven's all badass trying to kill everybody. <laughs> uh, stupid. They're just stupid. And then, like, uh, it's just dumb. And then you find out, you know, Robert's piece of shit. Deputy Josh is like, ha-ha, slugged to the mouth. And then melts like a crazy person, which was awesome, like I said. Then he just That's goes weird. to the police station and starts murdering everybody. Like, those two dudes get their heads bashed together. It looks like their faces were melted in toxic waste. I don't even understand what's uh -huh. going on. Like, That's why I was so confused at the end with Steven. I'm like, he should have died like a thousand times. Like, what's hey, happening? He was a badass. Badass. Yeah, but he should have died. Yeah. I mean, like, all these other people broken. died so easy. Oh, my That's gosh. That scene. I looked at Johnny and go, I don't understand what the hell is happening right now. Why Why is he like, you had to pay the price. And then he's like, breaking all of his freaking fingers. He's Creighton Duke went to the same school as Major Payne. Let me see your hand. Oh, no. ah, broke that shit like it was nothing. Um, Solid stuff, though. I thought that was funny. I'm skipping over a lot of things, but these deaths are great. So now we get, after the police officers are gone, they go get their baby. Because, you know, we just leave a baby in a tomato box in a diner. No one even talks about it. They just leave it there all day. Watch my kid. All right. Because she's a shitty mom. And then it's like, cool beans. Put them in this tomato box and leave. That was not an infant. That's like a one-year-old. That baby can climb down that box. But whatever. It's neither here nor there. I love the diner <laughs> scenes, though. Like, the kid ward gets his whole arm just destroyed and then crushed into the door. And like you said, he smashes Joey's face with his elbow, and it caves the whole jaw in, which is hilarious looking. It looks like something from a it, weird Tim Burton movie. It was so strange. And and I, but I laughed. That was great. Yeah. Poor Shelby gets his face deep fried. And those yeah, characters were supposed to be reversed. Joey was supposed to be the guy and Shelby was supposed to be the wife. And they decided to change. You know, that was hilarious. But he deep fries his whole upper body, essentially, and throws him on the grill. Crazy. I and didn't then, realize he threw him on the grill, too. Yeah. Like, I just now thought of it. Like, deep fried him and throw him. Oh, my just God. Up on the grill. more ridiculous. <laughs> And then we get to like the most, really the true badass of this whole thing was Vicky. She had that shotgun. She's just laying waste. She accidentally kills a person. There's one guy you see when she shoots Robert Campbell the first time that she accidentally kills. And then she's just like blowing parts off, like trying to take him out. Stabs him with a piece mm -hmm. of rebar. And then he like uses that to also stab her. But she was kind of tough. And he crushed her bean, which is crazy. Yeah, I was a little pissed off about that one. I was like, damn it. I know, right? I really Come liked on. her character. I got a note that redheads are bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little biased, yeah. though. My wife's a redhead. but Yeesh. Yeah, I mean, those are all like the ridiculous deaths. You know, we get a sheriff killed later by accident. Poor Officer Randy gets possessed. Also killed later by accident. Uh-uh. Gets his head essentially ripped off. Creighton Duke, someone has said he was alive still. I don't see how, though. He got crushed and looked like he was dead. And then, of course, Jason gets drugged to hell at the end mm -hmm. by weird Muppet hands. They're terrible. <laughs> Muppet hands. That's what they look like. Some shit from Sesame Street <laughs> of mud hands. Yeah, I was trying to think of a good name for it, but Muppet hands are pretty good. So that was like the main deaths. Yeah, I mean, 
This movie's fun, but it's also terrible. It's, it is. There's a lot of weird fan service little throwbacks into it. And allegedly, there's a comic book that bridges the Jason Takes Manhattan in this movie to explain why his body looks that way and how he got back to where he was going. Because he goes from being like just kind of a big dude with a hockey mask to like it's melted into his face and all of his flesh is bubbly uh, yeah, and shit. Okay. But you know, Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan, he was dumped in toxic waste in the sewer. So apparently that's why it's like that. Which is weird. Yeah, because I had to look stuff up on certain things because when I was this is where I'm going to say this because I, I have to because it's made me laugh so hard. I'm in the middle of watching it and Stephen goes to the Voorhees home to like check it out to find proof to show Jessica that she's a Voorhees or whatever. Yeah. And he's looking through these books and the freaking Necronomicon is sitting on the table and I go and Johnny wasn't looking at the TV and I go oh my god shut up why is the Necronomicon in this movie and he was like what and so we had to rewind it and we he, we were laughing for like the that whole scene i was like why is it there it's even got yeah. the face and everything oh yeah because so i it's actually the did prop. look it up yeah, it's the actual yeah. Prop. which i didn't know that but yeah, I, apparently he I, borrowed I, it which is weird yeah i looked it up because i was like i i have to know why i was in there so but i'll let you tell all that because i yeah. i was i was genuinely like confused I feel like Sam Raimi let him borrow it to kind of pull like one of those, you know how they had like the Freddy glove in evil dead yeah. and stuff. I think it was more of that. Whereas this director guy tried to be like, nah, I'm going to make Jason a deadite and connect the two well, worlds. But they, the New Freddy Line glove was at the end of this one too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But new line owns that new line didn't okay. own the rights to evil dead. So it's in there is like, an easter egg kind of fan thing the director just put it in there but luckily sam raimi let him have it so it wasn't like a hey man this is my prop copy of the necronomicon just doing this movie because like the knife they use the special dagger the handles the candarian dagger too like it's all that they're trying to like connect it supernaturally to evil dead to explain jason's um inability to die yeah because i wanted now that I've looked it up, I really want to go find this comic book or find somewhere I can read it because it's it said in the comic comic series Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, Freddy Krueger used the ne Necronomicon to resurrect himself and later to increase his power so he could use so he could use it in the real world. I was like, what? I'm like, well, okay, it makes more sense now, but I didn't know that they had a comic book with all that in it. Yeah, I think it's called uh, Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, The Nightmare Warriors. And now that I'm thinking issues. about it, I really think I think Johnny bought something with Ash right recently, but it, it has the reanimator in it. So it's not it's not them, but so there must yeah. be like a series of like all that kind of stuff. I just need to look into it. Yeah, apparently this comic book takes up from the story from this one because uh, the plot of it says a group of government agents excavate Crystal Lake for the Necronomicon. Okay. Which is weird. Then they go underwater and retrieve the body of Jason Voorhees, who awakens and kills them. Of course. Yeah. Then he Maybe leaves in search Urban. of Ash Williams. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. They have a lot of little nods. Like, they talk about, oh, they have, you know, past the Myers house. And you go to this Voorhees house, which, if the camp has been torn down, why the hell is the Voorhees house still standing? And in pretty good shape, really. They got some holes mm -hmm. in the floor, but that's really it. Um, Like someone was saying, you know, if Myers and Freddie had a house, then Jason needs one, too. Which, I mean, makes sense. They had to come from somewhere. But, um... Yeah, I think it was just in there as the director trying to have fan service. But, like, he has said a bunch of times in interviews that I was the director. I put it in there. It's 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 canon. But I'm like, come on, dude. You can't just say Jason's a, a dead eye, dude. Get out of my face with that. But that's in there. No. So. 
I think the comic series continues on from this movie. This is the only only Jason movie made in the nineties, which is crazy. Jason X so came out in two thousands. So stupid. It is bad. It's so bad. So I'm thinking it was like you know it's bad, but like you said earlier, it's so bad it's good. You know, and I'm thinking this was in it's, there just for funsies. It's just fun to watch. It's just not like. Like if you're expecting this to be wowed, don't watch it. No. If no, you just got, want a good time, then just watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, but it's got interesting practical effects. It doesn't make much sense at all. Like Mm-mm. at all. Like first off, they have this weird story of Jason transferring his es- essence. So Jason's in it for a minute, but then he gets transferred to different people. And it's kind of like, was the gross, so gross. And his the way they die like, makes no sense. Yeah, well, that's like a demon, I guess. The way they die makes no sense because, like, it's just stupid. So apparently, like, Sean S. Cunningham came back, right? So Jason Takes Manhattan essentially flopped. So they sold the rights to New Line. So Sean S. Cunningham came back because he hadn't been on one since the early ones. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to do Jason versus Freddy. Well, Wes Craven was like, nah, dog, I'm doing New Nightmare. So it got put on hold until later. That's why this movie had that hook, the call hand at the end, but it was meant to be like directly followed by Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. That's what I was assuming, but I didn't know. Yeah, it's weird. So you get this transference nonsense. Then you get all this new lore, you know, tied in with the Deadite stuff. It's not really said but it's assumed because if you know the you know those movies in the 90s would have all known it was after army of darkness we'd all know what deadites are we all saw that the necronomicon you know everybody that was a fan knew like, oh my god jason's a deadite that became like an instant internet rumor at the time uh but again it's not a great story but what, none of them really are honestly like none of the friday the 13th really have good stories a big dude in a mask who kills people yeah. who are fucking at the lake that's essentially the gist of friday the 13th yeah and he goes and honestly it's never made sense the very first one is mom's the killer he's a little kid all of a sudden you're a seven foot tall 400 pound just like hulking barbarian what and there's been some attempts to explain it throughout the series, but it never makes any sense. Honestly, the Deadite thing is just another little, yeah, whatever, man. It's Jason. doesn't make any sense. The one, the, the immediate movie after this, he wakes up in space. So it's just ridiculous in, in a row. Just straight redonk forever. He wakes up in space. Yeah. That's so stupid. So, like, we got to talk about the end of this movie because it's just ridiculous. They end up using the dagger. They cut the dude's throat. His head's all slid open. That crazy demon baby crawls out and goes in the basement, climbs up the dead mom's vag, essentially. Oh, and then so weird. Somehow and gross. Jason is reborn as his toxic waste destroyed self. Hockey mask, right? jumpsuit with holes in it, the whole nine. What? Yeah, and he looks like he did in the beginning of the movie. He didn't exactly. look. He didn't look like he just got he ripped through a a, a body no because that's how i took that right back and aaron was like it's because that jumping out of the floor scene was dope i'm like yeah that's a cool scene but it doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all it doesn't make sense. what none at all <laughs> she said because he jumped up to the floor yeah oh, and it was good. red then they fight all of a sudden he gets stabbed in the chest by his sister because you know the lore says that only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees. whatever they had the same mom. Well, really, it's his niece, actually, not his sister. So yeah. his niece is the one that reborn, rebirthed him. And he's got Roman candles popping out of his chest. Just pew, pew, pew. I everywhere. know. I was like, what the hell is that? What's like? It's like Roman candles. <laughs> it does. He's just like, oh, look at me. Thunder over a crystal lake. And he's popping shit out of his chest. And he gets like, she tries to be all badass and drop kick him after Steven and him fight in a kind of a cool thing that big jungle gym that's there for no damn reason is the exact same one they used in the birds in 1963 it was just on the back oh, okay. lot so they threw it out there a little nod to hitchcock so not only do we have mentions of halloween nods to the evil dead there's a little hitchcock nod in there which is interesting 
Yeah, it's funny because Jessica was completely worthless this whole movie and was like relying on Steven. First of all, threw threw Steven under the bus. A bunch. And backed over him. Yeah. A thousand times. And then she as soon as she realizes that friggin' what's his name? Uh Campbell was possessed, basically. Then she wants his help. She comes around. She's like, oh, my God, Steven, help me. Yeah. I'm like, you're just worthless. You're lame. Even at the end, I have a little funny note. Because, like, when the big dirt hands come out and they're grabbing a hold of people, they're trying to pull Jason mm-hmm. down. They grab Steven's legs. And then Jason's grabbing him. And she's just looking like, oh, should I help you? Yeah. That's what I said. I said, bitch, why don't you help him? He just saved your life. I know. I wrote it down. I was like, uh, do I want to save my baby daddy? Then was like, oh, yeah, I need that child support. And then she jumped in and grabbed him and pulled him up <laughs> out of the dirt because it's trash. And they walk off into the sunset as a family. Super stupid. Then you get to the final scene. <laughs> Super stupid. Of like the dust blowing the Jason mask away. Even though his whole ass head just got pulled into the dirt. But the mask all apparently is just there buried like a champ. And then the Freddy Claw mm-hmm. comes up and grabs it. That's, that's Kane Hodder's hand. So he's the only person to play both characters, Freddy and Jason, essentially, which is interesting. But, which, cool. I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, oh my God, it's Freddy. As a full grown adult man who likes the movie, that was the stupidest idea ever. And it made no sense at all. None of this movie makes any sense. No. It's fun to watch if you're just going for like true bad horror movie, because it really is. It really, really is. Like it's about I to can't. Get the worst grade ever, though. I can yes, promise you that it might be like <laughs> a five or something. It's an it's an F for sure. The special effects are going to save it because they were really good. They were. Um, but yeah, I got some I of forgot, them were. I forgot to mention one hilarious line in the beginning that made me laugh. When the coroner's going over the body, he's like, "In my professional opinion." This guy's deader than shit. That shit was hilarious. Just made me laugh. I'm like, what? And he's like, strike that from the record. Like, what? It was dumb, but fun. You got anything you want to add before we jump into the uh, grading? No, I was just, I was looking over my notes. Oh, this is, I do want to say something because this made me laugh so hard. But, um, the end of it when it had like the dagger and like how you know creighton throws the dagger to jessica and it like changes and it does that little like the power ranger terrible yeah 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 <laughs> and then and johnny goes this feels like an episode of rick and morty and i just yeah. i couldn't i was just like cracking up 100 percent. he's like you know those like those commercials that they look through is like the you know the universe type commercials they're all mm-hmm. ridiculous that's what it felt like. I say, yeah, that, that's pretty much what this movie is. She catches it all episode. like ridiculously stylized, hands all out. And my brain like, do, 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 do. So it just right. transforms in her hand from some stupid dagger to like, check it out, Kandarian dagger. Dumb as hell. Super <laughs> it's dumb. so funny. Aaron's oh, going to hate me for I this wanted. episode, but super dumb. Oh, she knows that we, we mean well, though. Yeah, it was a I, good time. It was just really stupid. There was one interesting thing though. That, you know how there's been so much uh, rights issues with Friday the Thirteenth. This movie kind of started that because uh, different people own rights to different things, right? Just like New Line could not call it Friday the Thirteenth, the final Friday. That's why it's called Jason Goes to Hell, and the next one is called Jason X because when paramount sold it they kept the rights to friday the 13th uh, so okay. that they couldn't call it that so it's the, the first one to not be called friday the 13th something because the, the previous one is friday the 13th jason takes manhattan and then it went on with the jason route so this is like was one of the original one of the kind of early because it's got a ton of rights issues between sean s cunningham some other of the original guys, I can't think of their names right now. Um, but yeah, it's wild. But this is one of those weird, that's why it's different. Next, The next ones are different. There is no more Friday the 13th to that new remake that was hot trash. It's worse than these. It's garbage.com. Okay, makes sense. Anyway, let's get into this rubric. I almost feel bad for this movie. 
So, I don't feel bad for this baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come with some meanness. Uh, on this literary <laughs> element, the script, story development, dialogue, and character development is a big-ass five. Oh, my it, gosh, it's a five. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it before I did. I was just going, I was just shaking my head no. Yeah, no. The most of the dialogue makes no sense. Right? The, the backstory is stupid. Like, what? You're eight, what, eight, nine movies in? All of a sudden, there's a whole nother set of Voorhees family members we've never known about. Right. You make up this bounty hunter at the beginning who's just hiding in the woods like, <laughs> don't think so. What stupid shit. Dumb, dumb. And, he, and he's dumb. so ridiculous. Yeah, he's like a character of a bounty hunter from a bad movie. Like, I kind of expected that dude to pull a sword out of his trench coat and be like, there can be only mm -hmm. one. Like, just really terrible. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the Highlander nonsense. Yeah. I'm like, and you want to dress like a cowboy? I'm very confused. So yeah, I'm 100% on board with a five. I would almost give it a zero, but I don't have a category for zero. Five is as low as you can get. You're lucky. <laughs> I have a category for zero. Somebody wrote something, you get five. Good job. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Some of the dialogue is funny. You earned your five points, I guess. Uh, FX design element. So the visual effects elements that connect to narrative, set design, overall character design, gore, practical versus digital effects. Um, the digital effects are stupid, but again, it's the '90s, so I never, I never ding points off for that. The practical effects are dope, though. Like the girl cut yeah, in half good. is really cool. Um, the melting guy again made no sense. So back to that script and the story. Why the fuck are you melting when no one else who was possessed by Jason melted? But and no it one else dope as hell. but him. When that jaw comes off, it looked rad. Like I'm like, yeah, why? I, yeah, every the black dude doesn't melt. He just gets sick and die. Robert Campbell doesn't melt randy who's possessed he didn't fucking melt he just has his throat cut out and the demon baby comes out i don't know why that dude melted i feel like greg nicotero was like i'm about to make this dude melt check this out and they run with it but it looks yeah, awesome it was it was out of place but it did look really cool yeah and jason looked really cool so like i like the kind of approach it made sense it was a continuation as he got like dipped in toxic waste he looked a little bit like the toxic avenger for real like trauma made this movie if this would have been a trauma film, I wouldn't have been shocked by it. Like, Toxie meets Jason. Um, but yeah, I would go, I mean, this one's pretty decent. I do think maybe like a 15. The effects were good. None of it really yeah. connects to a narrative, because why does that dude melt and no one else melt? Makes no sense. Um, mm -mm. Cutting a girl in half made sense, I guess. But then, like, you're just like a dude possessed by Jason, so how are you cutting a whole body in half? But whatever. Uh, those two dudes having their face crushed together makes absolutely no sense. That wouldn't even happen in the real world, but it looks cool. So what do you think, like 15? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. I, I did like the practical effects. I, I mean, I usually do, but yeah. That's, yeah, they were great. Sense. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> the set design's kind of like whatever. Like, again, like the house. Why is that house so clean? If Jason's been dead since the 40s, your mom died, hid in the woods for a long time. The house looks like someone still lives there. It just needs to be dusted floors were a little rough what the fuck out of here um yeah the, the floor is the only thing that was like weak in the whole house and then why is there like a whole like birthing table this is strange it's just weird didn't make any sense um the visual technical elements so the overall aesthetic of the film is pleasing to the eye lighting and creative camera shots there's not any at all in my opinion no like, there isn't it's just I gave a dude a camera and we followed around some people. Um, there were some okay, like first person Jason shots that kind of throw back to the original ones, you know, um, mm -hmm. a little bit of the, but that's it, you know? And I, yeah, I'm going with like a 10. Yeah. I didn't, it wasn't I didn't great. see anything that stood out to me that was like special or anything. Well, there was no like real creative shots. The only cool ones I did like, um the shot of the, the campers getting killed where like you have that like first person view of that girl getting cut in half that was pretty cool i do like the lighting in some of the parts but it was only like a couple of scenes that i felt like the lighting was good it's like the the backlit tent tent yeah and that then was cool. the and the um uh the very beginning where the light bulb burns out as soon as she turns and then it's like 
either really dark or really bright and like it just and it was funny because i was like at the beginning i thought that he was gonna jump out like multiple times and he did he didn't i was like so i did that pretty good at the beginning but other than that there there wasn't much of anything else that i noticed no No. so what do you want to think 10 yeah that's fine okay oh this next one just sucks the sound element so the sound represents the overall tone of the film the soundtrack as well as the score keeps the audience engaged with the setting characters location and narrative of the piece Mm-mm. this soundtrack sucked it was terrible it does you it didn't use the jason good. sound very often at all no whatsoever the rest and of to be honest no i didn't hear a lot of it because i am deaf and i had to have the <laughs> i turned this movie up real loud yeah and i had the subtitles on and i was like i barely heard that sound at all like i heard it like maybe once and i was like well and Johnny heard it more than I did, but I just couldn't hear it. But I did it was, not. It was barely there. And the worst, the crazy yeah. thing is it's done by the same guy who did all the other ones. It's Harry Manfredini. So, like, he's done over 100 movies. He did the majority of the Friday the 13th films. And the original ones are not bad. I mean, all of them are just, we're trying really hard to recreate Halloween with okay. this nice little sound. You know, let's. I need this Michael Myers sound, but for another character. Because that's all Jason is. Jason is a sh- almost direct ripoff of michael myers well yeah because they're kind of the same type of character it's just the exact same character i'm a big dude yeah that doesn't have a personality they're just dead inside (laughs) and both of them have shitty movies later on in their well i ain't gonna say shitty because i love halloween six that tries to explain it in a weird ass way this one's a dead eye michael myers belongs to some weird druidic cult whatever it happens um (laughs) but yeah yeah. it's ridiculous um 100 so yeah i'm going with a five for sound because it's i am too because my my only notes on this were oh this music though it's so bad and then i put the ominous music is absurd yeah it's it's like weird it's just not casio keyboard beats at the beginning with all those weird cuts (laughs) casio keyboard it's like a kid was like, dude, dude, dude. Oh, man, this is awesome. I'm like, it's his name's attached to it, but really it was probably his son or something. Like, hey, man, go and make this crappy Jason movie because it's trash. Um, yeah, no, not even remotely good. I was no, not a was fan. Not. And this dude's done a not ton weird. of movies, man. A ton. He even did the game, which I'm like, why? Um, yeah. Mm-mm, no. No. Just trash. Just, just no. Just hot trash. Hot ass trash. I mean, you can do like horror movies. Is it trash, and, Bob? Oh, it's just garbage, dude. It's one hundred percent garbage. It's made me mad. Like, I, again, I love the movie. As like, you cannot go to this movie thinking I'm about to see cinematic gold because it's not. Oh, fuck, no. It's not. Um, you have to go in thinking this movie sucks. It's gonna suck, but I'm here for the, the and ride. And I'm gonna laugh and, and yes. think and how make fun ridiculous of it. it is. Yes, watch it with and your that's friends. That's all I did poke fun at how garbage of an actor they all are everyone's a bad actor the director mm-hmm. obviously was new because like when steven's driving his little car and he's like oh, it's, oh, it's making like weird sounds like what are you doing why are you do- what what why are you doing that <laughs> so it's like a movie made in the early 90s but they i guess they yeah. thought they still minded like it was the 80s i don't know it's terrible um it's worth watching if you're trying to watch all of them if you're a completionist definitely don't skip it um, you get some weird lore. It's fun to make Jason a Deadite. It kind of makes sense. I wish they'd have, like, you know, started with that or made it official. They did do comics, so there's a little bit of Sam Raimi blessing there, but still at the same time, what? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, in an interview, the original, the director said, stated that his idea was that Pamela Voorhees used the Necronomicon to bring Jason back to life. And okay. that's why he doesn't die. But then I'm like, there's no other. I mean, because I guess technically the Deadites possess different people. Now it's just Jason doing it. I don't know. It's weird. But I think if that's the case, Ash should have cut him up a long time ago. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, guys, there you go. Uh, 35% for Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, dang. And really, Greg Nicotero saved you. KMB, they had really great effects. They don't make any sense. 
but it's good. No. The writing is terrible. Like when Crichton's talking about, like, it reminds me of a little girl in a pink dress putting a hot dog in a donut. What? Makes me, what? Stupid he didn't, his whole character didn't make sense. He's all made up just for this movie. It's weird. It's, it's dumb. But yeah. That like weird said, camera. There was a really weird camera shot in the jail cells where he's like you're gonna have to pay the price and he's like breaking his fingers and then he falls down and it's him eye level with the with creighton's crotch and he's like you're gonna have to pay the price and i'm thinking <laughs> what kind of price is he about to pay i am not prepared for that whoa Jason. So, whoa <laughs> and then it didn't happen it was the seal that breaking the fingers but i'm like they alluded to that and i was like no Stop it. Well, yeah, because the director had stated in one time that horror should be inclusive. That's why it's kind of implied that those two cops that get their face smashed were together in the little locker room handling some business. Like it's like I mean, it's, it's okay. fine. I yeah, was just part. ready for that to go down. I was like, seriously, that'd have been a whole different take on the Jason Voorhees mythos. <laughs> oh, you want to learn some cigarettes? I'm gonna need you to. uh I've been in jail a little long. Did you not think that when that happened? Because I did. That was, no, that's I was the probably first not paying attention to that scene because I was <laughs> taking notes. But I was yeah. like, what's he doing to pay the price this time? I know. Well, okay. Two broken fingers yeah. and a uh, shot in the mouth. Okay. Gross. Gross. Um, <laughs> I, you know, you got a whole movie. The best actor in it is like a secondary waitress for no reason. She's the only real tough person. All the main actors like are terrible. Legit. Um, yeah. The secondary characters are funny. Everyone in the diner is kind of funny and decent. All the main characters are stupid. Creighton Duke, terrible character. It makes no sense. He's trying real hard to be mysterious. You're not. Steve Williams, great actor, but come on. Uh, Carrie Keegan apparently had so many issues with the director and on this movie that she quit acting after this. That's how bad this was for her. And that's the Jessica Kimball character. Stephen Freeman, come on here. Get out of here, dog. Or is she just not a good actress, and that's why she doesn't act that, anymore? That's probably the real truth, because she's trash. She's not good at all. That she didn't do much anyway. No. She's like, oh, my God. Mom, I got a new boyfriend. Get out of here. Plus, no, nah, don't get me started. Anyway, so there you go, guys. Jason goes to hell, just like May. Sucks. You're welcome. Yes. May definitely sucks. It is. Oh, God, it's terrible. It's testing week. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yes, testing week is long and stupid mm -hmm. for no reason. Uh, none at all. Sorry, guys. There you have it. 35%. You're welcome for that fun little take on Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. Um, yep. If you are interested, we do have a Patreon. We have, still have three. They're awesome. You know who you are. There'll be some links in the show notes. I'm going to stop shouting you people out. And then, uh, yeah, we also have merch. <laughs> it's awesome. And, yeah, guys, hopefully you're reading along with us in this month's book, The Hellbound Heart, by Clive Biker. Yes. Barker. Biker, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Clive Barker. I was like, my brain glitched for a second. And I was like, did yeah. he say that or did I just make that up? Apparently my tongue doesn't work at all. I'm like, burr, burr. anyway, jeez. So, yeah, read but along with us, guys. Before we leave. I want to just say one thing that because I think it's funny and I think it needs to be said because we have time to talk about it for real quick okay. that Bob here met a fan in the Starbucks and didn't say much other than thank you. I know what to say, <laughs> man. I, I was say. like, and you weren't even going to tell me. Our friend at work was like, are you going to tell her what just happened at the Starbucks? And I was like, what happened at Starbucks? <laughs> well, like, man. what is happening? <laughs> I was kind of flabbergasted. So there you go. Nice lady at Starbucks who said you liked our podcast. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much. I'm not sure how you found <laughs> it, but I'm glad that you did. And yeah, I'm not usually speechless, but I was like, I don't know what to say. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I he was, was like, confused. I'm so flabbergasted. I feel famous. I, like, I did. I, I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and the other two coworkers were like, what? I'm like, I don't, what? I don't, I don't know what has happened. I was very confused. I don't, I don't know. I know to do with my hands. I was very confused. But anyway. Um, <laughs> do with my hands. Sorry. I had to bring it up. Cause it still makes fine. me laugh. It's hilarious. I don't know. 
It, is and it doesn't happen to me very often that I just am kind of flabbergasted, but it happens. So again, yeah. if you're listening to this episode, thank you so much for listening and supporting us. And I think that's awesome that you're in our, you know, school's community and recognize yeah. me from our podcast, which is pretty awesome. Um, I mean, you're hard to miss, Bob. It's true. I am a. I, I can just squeeze on past. Man. No one would ever notice yeah. me. I'm like, like, well, I know that guy. <laughs> Hobbits is one the Gandalf of the group. Giant beard yeah. guy. Um, but yeah. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for bringing that up and embarrassing me. It's awesome. It's cool. I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm your best friend. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we are my best friend. God. Whatever. Tell them where they can find us, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Horror in the Halls. You can also follow Jenny underscore Dreadfuls on Instagram. You can email us at horrorinthehalls at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. For sure. And if person who talked to me at Starbucks is listening, send me a message on social media and I'll send you some stickers or something. Because, again, I should have been like, thank you for listening. How'd you find us? But I was, yeah. We don't know how to be. We don't know how to be popular because we're just weirdos. So no. People only talk to me because I'm tall. <laughs> I don't ex- I normally expect. And people don't talk to me at all because they think I look mean. So yeah. I try to look mean. It doesn't work. I get a, oh, my God, how tall are you? Did you play basketball? So when you were like, do you have a podcast? My brain went. <laughs> what i almost said no i had to be like yeah 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 i do i do and yeah whore in the halls yeah that's me i was yeah so i'm sorry this that's the best thing i've heard like all week and it's brought me the most joy i know and it's only like wednesday but it was nice (laughs) so i appreciate it and now i get to make made fun of at work so yay thanks buddy anyway All right, guys. Well, thanks for sticking with us through all of our shenanigans. And like again, we love to hear from you guys. Reach out to us. Tell us what you think. And again, thank you to our patrons. Uh, check out our merch. Check out our Patreon. Check out our posts. Follow us. Tell us you like stuff. Tell us you don't. As usual, uh, I don't care. So <laughs> neither do I. Yeah, it's whatever. All right, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. We'll see you next time. Bye.